Hi, welcome to this talk about an approach called time to think, which is what I'm going to talk about and explain to you in short time. Yeah. Okay, what is time to think? You might wonder the moment I say time to think, we all have time to think, right? So, but interestingly, it's a very, very interesting approach that helps individuals to think independently in a one-on-one -on -one or in a group setting. And this is developed by Nancy Klein and uh, probably not so well known in India. So that is where I'm doing this talk so that I'm able to at least reach out to some of you and share what it is and how it can be of useful, how it can be useful to some of us. Okay, so let's uh, look at few questions that I want to talk through during this presentation, uh, the talk. So the first one is, what are the problems that time to think solves? Okay. So if you look at our own lives, right, uh, as parents, as uh, when we were children, the ability to think independently is restrained from childhood. So when we say think independently, I can think the way my thinking goes and feel comfortable with it without being worried about is it right, is it wrong, is it good, is this bad, right? So now let's look at uh, what are the inhibitors, not all, some of them or few of them that stops us or blocks us from independent thinking. So the first and foremost, I think all of us would understand is interruptions. So I start thinking something and saying something even before I spoke for one minute, the other person interrupts me. And the moment they interrupt, my thinking stops. And to even regain the flow of my thinking, it becomes very difficult. This happens at home, this happens in school, and obviously it happens in organizations. The second thing is ridicule. For example, as a child, if I said that a flower is black, I think very surely my classmates, my friends, my family, and my teachers will ridicule me saying that I'm an idiot because I don't stand there is no black flower. So ridicule is the next one that in inhibits me or anyone from thinking independently. Third is competition. Like this, this happens at home as well as this happens at every system. When I'm thinking, the other person with whom I'm thinking through competes with my quality of thinking and my idea, saying that their idea is better than my idea in some form or the other. They state it or they show it in their body language that stops me from thinking independently. And the last is open criticism, right? Open criticism doesn't need explanation. When as a child, I come up with the idea which might look absolutely crazy, but it makes sense to me. People around me criticize me and criticize my idea. So these are some of the inhibitors to independent thinking. 
and there are many, many more. But what do this independent uh, C inhibitors do? To my independent thinking is that I start thinking and responding in ways that will please the others. So it is no more my idea. Then I'm thinking, I'm thinking that what should I think and what should I say to my parents, to my siblings, to my elders, so that they are pleased. So it is more thinking to please others than independently thinking for them myself. Yeah. So I can give you one interesting episode that happened with one of my clients. So we were having a meeting and then he is the CEO of a company or a chairman of a company. And he says, whenever there is a meeting, people come only with, a, with their problems, but they don't come with solutions. So we are talking about people who are CXOs coming and talking to the head of the company, only problems. When he has an expectation, they should come with a problem as well as possible solutions. So since I know him very well, I told him the problem is not them, problem is you. Because if they come with an idea, you are going to ridicule their idea and you are going to show them in no time that your idea is much better than, than their idea. So they have stopped thinking because they know it's a waste of time anyway if I need your thinking, your solution that is going to work. And this happens in organizations. This happens in families. It happens in schools. It happens everywhere around us. Now, let's go to the next question. The next question I'm looking at answering is, how does time to think solve these problems? Okay. So there are two. First one is, time to think talks about 10 components. And these are ways of being that create a thinking environment. So what it means is, these 10 components are 10 kinds, 10 behaviors. Okay. So when I'm going to be in front of you, living these 10 components, I create a thinking environment for you to think independently. Okay. I won't take too much time. I will just explain few of them, maybe five maximum. The first one is attention. Attention is defined as listening without interruption, with interest in where the person will go next. So first is listening without interruption. So, which means if someone is thinking through something and they are thinking through for 10 minutes, I am paying undivided attention without any interruption. The second part is probably what makes the attention generative. I'm not only listening to what they are saying, I am also trying to listen to where their thinking will go next. Yeah. So that is in some sense the first part called attention. The second is equality, right? Suppose in most situations, unless otherwise in a work organization or in a classroom, their peers are equals, already 
structural as well as inequality in the mind exists in the situation. So what is equality here is even if there is inequality in the structural way, we treat each other as thinking peers, not as somebody big, somebody small, somebody doesn't know. So that is where we provide the component of equality. Even when I am listening to my son who may be 21, I am treating him in that moment as an equal. The second part is, I think, very, very important is if it is a conversation or a meeting, we also give equal time to everyone. So two things about equality. One is um, seeing the other person as an equal and they're thinking as equal to mine. And the second is, in terms of time, both have equal time. So that is what is equality. The third is ease. Ease is defined as discarding internal urgency. And ease creates an urgency destroys. So the way we live today, we are always in urgency because there are tasks to be finished, things that are pending, and we want to run as fast as possible. But when you look back at your life, the best of the ideas would have come when you had ease and you were relaxed or you were just sleeping over an idea. Because urgency is for action, but not for thinking. And the next one is appreciation. Typically, what noticing what is good and saying it. So if you look at most of our relationships, what it says is that effect, effective relationship has five is to one of appreciation to criticism. Let's look at our own life and look at around us, all the relationship. What it means is for every criticism I have given to someone, have I appreciated them five times? It looks crazy. But the idea is appreciation is what helps someone to think independently. The last one out of the five I want to talk about is encouragement. The key word here is courage. When I am providing courage so that they can go to unexplored edge of their thinking, which means I am the way I am sitting, the way I am looking at them, the way I am listening, I am giving them courage saying that, go ahead, your ideas are great, you can go further. And the second thing we do in the encouragement part is, I am also not seeing the other person as a competition to my thinking. Or I am not seeing myself as a competitor when they are thinking, thinking that, ha, my idea is better than their idea. So these are some of the components. And these are what we ask people to live and embody so that the person in front of you can actually think independently. Now, what does it contain as an approach, right? So whatever I talked about is the behaviors that one embodies, but you need techniques, methods, and tools to enable the independent thinking. So whenever we are in a one-on-one, -on -one, there are four different things. One is called thinking pair, another one is called dialogue, 
another one is called thinking session and the fourth one is called time to talk each one addresses different needs in different contexts then whenever we are working in in groups there are three one is rounds another one is open discussion and last one is council if it is a full meeting we may mix both the one once for one hour as well as for the groups so where do i see that this can be applied because i have been working with and learning and practicing type the thing for last 3 years so in my experience what i see is when one wants to think by themselves on a certain topic it may be a difficult topic or it's a planning topic or they want to really think through why they are blocked with something so that is one place where we can help them to think independently for themselves second is we can transform conversations at home at work even in social gatherings and the last one is we can transform meetings by applying multiple things so these are three places where i see time to think think can be very comfortably applied in india in different situations and different places what value can it provide yeah so because when i say this is what the problems it can solve this is how it can solve what is the value it provides for people individually as well as as a collective so the first is when you practice more and more with someone it builds courage as well as capability to think independently one is the courage part another one is they kind of gain capability and capacity to think independently and i realized i had teachers who were like this in my childhood because of which many a times i am able to think independently courageously the next one is we all live with certain limiting assumptions about ourselves about life about ourselves about the world about organizations and what do these limiting assumptions do in our head it blocks us from actions and this method has beautiful ways by which it helps us to recognize what limiting assumptions are blocking us as well as replace them with true liberating assumptions which we can make into action so that is one of the biggest piece of what it offers and then whenever we look at conversations and meetings one is more and more practice of this builds capability to have generative conversations so when we say generative generative conversations are conversations where we create ideas that no one thought of before walking into that space so that is the capability it can help and apart from that in simple terms it can make your meetings participatory as well as productive so that you are able to maximize and utilize the intellectual capital of a team or an organization so these are at least few things i see as the value it can create
So the last question I'm going to answer is what am I planning to do about it? So I have been certified as time to think professional in multiple ways. I'm a certified facilitator. I'm a certified coach. And recently I have been certified as thinking partnership teacher. And I'm the first one in India. So in my 26, 27 years of being a consultant, one of the key things I do is whenever I find something that touches me and I find it meaningful for the world around me, I kind of try to really work with it, deepen it and offer it. So in some sense, what is my biggest dream is my dream is to build an ecosystem of time to think professionals in India. So just to clarify this, I have been trained till now by faculty from South Africa. So hence, the thought that comes to me, South Africa has 100 time to think professionals. And if you go to time to think website today, you will see five in India for a population of 1.6 billion. So this is what, apart from seeing the value of the approach, I'm also seeing that we really need to build an ecosystem for the kind of common man and common woman and children in this country. Yeah. So what am I planning to do in terms of, let's say, this next one year, 2020, till 24 end? So I'm going to offer programs for building group facilitation skills as well as one-on-one -on -one coaching. I'm also going to offer pro bono thinking sessions. Thinking sessions are sessions where somebody thinks independently, say from the total time is 16 minutes to 90 minutes. And I'm going to do it pro bono for them to understand how living these 10 components can help them to think about something that they really want to think about. And then the other interesting thought that came from some of the people whom I'm connected to in the initial group of time to think in India is to offer programs for parents and children on transforming conversation with teens and preteens. I think many of us know in preteens and teens, slowly the child who was speaking a lot starts responding to parents in monosyllables. So how can we create conditions so that the child still can have that loving, deep connection as well as openness? with parents. So that is where this program is going to work with. And apart from that, this is the first video I'm doing or the first talk I'm doing. And I'm also continue to publish. I'm planning to publish at least one every month. And probably it's going to be each one is going to be about each of the components. And I'm going to invite many people from India, South Africa, Singapore and UK to be part of these videos. So this is exactly what I'm doing. And uh, in case you want to know more about Time to Think, you can go to 
the website which is www.timetothink.com and you will find decent amount of material and research about this approach. And please reach out to me in case you see this as meaningful to your context, personally or professionally. And I do hope some of you would be part of this whole ecosystem that at least some of us are dreaming to create in India. Thank you. Thank you for your time. Bye.